So may the causeless mercy Guru and Vaishnavas, we are present in Vrindavan, follow the limbs of Bhakti. So as much as we are surrendered, then that much we are near to Sri Bhagavan. But if you have mundane understanding towards Guru and Vaishnavas, then how can you uh, realize that they are dear to Sri Bhagavan or that they are the associates of his? Therefore, this is a sign of misfortune because they don't do anything for their own selfishness. Whatever they do is for the welfare of all the jivas. Their behavior, their practices are all for this purpose. So here it is said, Therefore one who surrendered to Sri Krishna, then Krishna instills all the qualities of Devas in him. But for one who is a non-devotee, then even though he may have all good qualities, then because of not having this one quality of one point, surrender to Sri Hari, then all his qualities are useless. Therefore, if one while being seated on the plane of a speculative mind, if he cannot go to the proper place, and because of being seated on the speculative mind, he would only he would only find all the faults of this world, all the dirtiness present in this world. So then, where are you present? If you're only looking at the dirt of this world, even if a yogi dresses himself in red and saffron, but still, what is the use of just dressing as such? If your mind is always going towards the objects of the senses, because it has been said that those are bhaktas or non-devotees would never have any love samandha towards the bhaktas, then even if uh, their minds are always very restless, they have no clue where they're going because who is there to control the mind? Mind is only running here and there with the help of the senses. Why? Because they have no samandha with hari bhaktas. And for one who has, uh, who has become akinchan, nishkinchan, who has akinchan, nishkinchan bhakti, was offered everything at Sri Bhagavan's Lord's feet, then for him what will happen? And all the qualities of the devatas will appear within him. All the sadhguns will be very happy. He'll never be restless. His mind will not be restless. His mind will only be engaged in Sarusa Sri Hari. More and more, He'll, he himself engages in seva. He also engages others in seva. He is always absorbed. It's Ananda Chinmayras. Therefore, if you don't have the relationship with the bhaktas, then you don't have relationship with Bhakti Devi yourself. And what to speak of having a relationship with Sri Bhagavan? So again, the Samandha we have. By repeatedly engaging in Shaman Kirtan and by listening to the glories of the Bhaktas, their Vashishtya, their specialities, how they have pleased Sri Bhagavan, how they have made him happy, how they are always serving him. By always listening to their glories in this way, by such Shaman Kirtan, what will happen? Lashadda, towards him, then you will pray to him. 
like Bhaktana Thakur is saying, just by saying, oh, I don't have, I'm not qualified, I don't have anything, this will not do, only lip service will not do. So, you should pray, if you don't pray in the proper way, if you don't pray with faith. Therefore, it has been said. Therefore, they say, oh, there are no devotees in this world, why should we pray? If you cannot see the world, no. But here Rupa Goswami has prayed. When I think about all the ancient devotees in ancient time, when I think about the sadhan bhajan they have done, then I become hopeless. Because they experience so many difficulties. Stay in the forest. See, that time, there were no facilities like electricity, proper air conditioning and all these things. They had to stay in the forests where many dangerous animals are present. Rakshasas, man-man-eaters, to tolerate the heat, cold. And they had to do sadhan in such an environment. And for us in Kalyu, Bhagwan has given all facilities. But still, instead of doing sadhan, what do we do? We think of Virsiddha, we're perfect. Now what need is there for me to do sadhan? But the sadhak? A sadhak is known by sadhan. There is continuous absorption in sadhan. If he leaves the sadhan, then what remains? Therefore the sadhak, he never becomes averse to his sadhan. The sadhan is only increasing more and more. So since many days now, we've been hearing our Guru Varga, our Param Guru Vaishnavas, Bhaktas, how they, Guru Varga served them, how they did sadhan. One time, Param Guru Dev, he said that I'm going to send an invitation to all my all brothers, followers that we're going to do Kshetra Mandal Parikram. We'll follow Kartik in Jagannath Puri. So Param Gurudev, he told Gurudev, first we'll go to Parishwar, Ramuna, have darshan of Kirchar Gopinath, then we'll proceed further. Because we have to visit all those places which have been imprinted with the Lord's feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Places like Jajpur, Katak, Bhuvaneshwar, Kurta, wherever Mahaprabhu went. Then we'll have to, where is the imprints of the Lord's feet are present there. Prabhupada, he installed many shrines there, which have the footprints, which have the insignia, footprints of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lord's feet. Even in South India, he established many such shrines, temples. I find Mahaprabhu's pathpit, where he has visited these places. So Prabhupada himself, he bathed this place with his foot dust. Charana Bhishikta. And he himself spoke Harikatari Kirtan, then it offered everyone at the Lord's feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Paramgurudevi said, we'll all go there. So first we'll go to Raymanu. Ritayanda Prabhu, Mahaprabhu, Madhavendra Puri, they all went there. Even Sri Ramchandra himself came there. So we'll go there. 
So then Parangurudev told Maharaj, Srila Gurudev, that all this responsibility is upon you. So when Gurudev came to Ramuna Balishwar, there he saw that this is the place of Srila Prabhupada, there's a Gaudiya Mat there, Kirchara Gopinath. And Kirchara Gopinath is not even far. So Maharaj went and he prayed that uh, Gurudev and all the Bhaktas will come and we'll stay here only for one day. Then we'll go to another place the next day. But they, they didn't agree. <coughs> we will not give place to anyone. Though Prabhupada had a big temple, still they didn't agree. We will not agree to give a place to anyone. Then Maharaj came to Gopinath temple. There he saw in the Gopinath temple there's not so much place. There's so much place for Kirtan Katha, but, but because there has to be a place for the Guru Varga there, so they can stay overnight. There's no place there. So that this Amadhantapuri Samadhi was nearby. There, there was only a place of his remembrance. This time now they built a nice temple for him, but that time there only used to be a memorial for him. So they went there. Ramchandra, during his exile, he had come here. So then Lakshman and Sita were with him. Lakshman, he would make a kutir wherever there would be a nice pond, where there would be lush vegetation because he needed fruits and roots and see that they also had to use water for cooking. So anyhow, Lakshman would go collecting this way, fruits and roots, and so they'd stand near a pond. And so they get tamarind seeds and then these tamarind seeds, they would be, uh, they would be uh, crushed with this grass and rotis would be made. So the one thing, where will you get the wood from, the fire from? But see, after staying in the forest, then you have to tolerate all these austerities. So then, when Lakshmanji, he went looking for some fruits and roots. Then, uh, then Ramchandra, he, 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 he told Sita, they're all right, we'll go. I'll go bathe in this pond. At that time, that pond was very beautiful. The pond was bound by the rocks on all four sides. It seemed some king had decorated this pond. See that the kings during that time, they would dig many wells, they would make many nice ponds, because for the villagers, ponds and wells are very helpful, especially when they have clean water, pure water. So this way, Ram, he said, Sita told Ram that I'll go bathe in that pond and I'll just wait here. So then while Sita Devi was bathing in the pond nearby Pushkarini, then Ram, what did he do? He made some, uh, he made some uh, impressions on a piece of rock. And when Sita Devi finished her bath, then she asked Ram, what have you made? Whose picture is this? And Ram, he just started wiping the picture away by his hands. 
So then Sita Ji said, why are you, what are you hiding from me? If I'm yours, then you should tell me, whose picture was this? But Ram was silent. He was just smiling. And Sita Ji, she took some water in the, from the well, from the pond. And then what did she do? She cleaned that place with the water. And then she told Ram, that picture that you have made here, this picture will again appear now, if I am really chaste. In this picture, Lavik again appear. If I have one point of love for you, then surely this picture will again emerge. Then what happened? As soon as she spoke these words, that picture that Ram had drawn on the rock gradually appeared, even more beautiful than before. And Sita said, who is this personality? I haven't seen such a personality so beautiful. Whose picture is this? Then Ram, she said, Ram said, this is Tretayuk, but in the next Yuga and Dwapar, I'll come in this form. Then why did you hide this form from me, Sita said. Because, oh Sita, you're always following me. I told you to stay back in Ayodhya, don't follow me into the forest. That I'm going to follow the order of my father, but still you followed me. But Sita said, Sita said, your, your father, you only exiled you. You yourself made an excuse to go to the forest. And Ram said, no, I didn't make an excuse. My father was bound by his vow. That all the demons, Rakshasas, Dhanavas, were always creating problems for the Bhajan Tapasya of Rishi Maharshis. We'll have to save them. Now that we've come here, now that Ram, I took birth, my father has forgotten this promise he has made. He's become so absorbed in loving me that he's forgotten all these things. He just see, especially he's very attached to me. So who will serve these rishis, marshes? Who will save them from these demons, protect them? Dasharath had also promised to Kaikai that your son will be the king. But what did he do? He sent him away to his maternal uncle and he told me to become the king. But Pitaji's father is actually lying now. He's broken his promise. This is not good. If I agree to his proposal that I become the king, then I'm actually supporting his decision. So I cannot do this. My desire that my father always be in the path of this unyielding truth. If I stay there, Bharat can never be the king. And Pitaji had also made this promise. That the Rishi, we have to protect the Rishi, Maharshis, Santas, Brahmins, Devatas and look after their welfare. Therefore, I have come to the forest to fulfill his desire. Now, I will not take you the next time. I will appear in Dwapar Yuga, but I will not take you along with me. And I will appear in this Swarup. And what will be the name of his Swarup? And how will you appear as? And the name will be Gopinath. And Sita said, oh, you're not like taking me with you, but you're bringing other gopis with you. Eh? Which means I'm, I'm not so loving as the gopis. Why can you not bring with me? Why can you not bring me with you? Therefore, Sita, Ram, he named his Sarup Gopinath. Because Gopinath means there are many gopis there, not just one gopi. 
But Ram said, Gopi means what? Gopi means they're very, they've hid me inside their hearts. With a prem, with a confidential prem. And this way, and this way, I'll always be present in their hearts. As Paramatma also. And so Ram, he told Sita. And Sita said, all right. And Sita said, I've come with you now. But now you're going to leave me. And you're going to bring some gopis with you. And you're going to be their beloved. And you're going to enjoy many pastimes with them. But you won't take me along with you. Then Ram said, You see, your mood is not wrong. But still you should know that I am everyone's, not just yours. Anyone who desires me, I have to go there, be there with him or her. So that's Swarup as Gopinath. So when Ram left that place, then that's Swarup. He gave that Swarup to the Brahmanas. And the Brahmans started doing puja, worship. Since then, he became known as Gopinath. Because wherever Ram would go to the forest, all the Santus, Santas, Rishi, Brahman, Marshis, they would all come to have his darshan. Because they all knew. Because they knew that he was Ram. He was wearing this wooden bark. He had these metal locks of hair. And he'd never enter inside a village. He'd never go inside a palace. Maybe because of this promise, this exile. He'd meet all the villagers while staying in the forest. And he wouldn't stay in one place for long. He'd keep moving. So this way, Gopinath, Seva was started since then. And then, when Madhavendra Puri came there, then for the first time, Gopinath, he stole Kheer. Because the devotees, they decide, how does this Kheer be offered? How will this Kheer be offered? So Madhavendra Puri was thinking, if I can just taste a little of this Kheer, then I can also offer this Kheer to my Gopal in Gordhan. Because he's Gopinath here, the Gopis are cooking Kheer. And they make such kheer that's incomparable. Anyone who has tasted this kheer, they can realize for themselves. But Madhavendra Puri was sannyasi. He had his Ajagavritti. He never asked for anyone. He never asked anything from anyone. He never said, oh, give me this. I want to eat this. No. I'll give pain to others. Once on sannyasi, he went to someone's door. He said, Radhisham, Radhisham. He said, Arivol, Arivol. Arishna. They saw he's a sannyasi. They said, oh, Papa, we're very poor. What can we give you? They said, oh, my small boy, he's just taken birth. So my husband, he has some milk for the small boy. One small bowl of milk. Small cup of milk. So Baba, just wait here. He bought one small bowl of milk. So I'll give you this milk. You take this milk and you can leave. But Sanyasi said, yes, but small boy, how can you give this milk to me? He said, no, he's not going empty-handed. You take this milk with you. Then they said, if you want something else, I feel I can give you also. What will you give me? I'll give you this boy also if you want. Take this boy along with you. Then he said, how charitable you are, great donor. I've never seen anyone who's giving the small baby along with me also. You give me the milk and you give me the son himself. 
So I have a thousand as he goes for Piksha and if no one gives him anything, then all their Sukriti, all their Yash, all their fame, all their purity will be lost. And if you give something to him, then all his Tapasya, Punya, Sukriti, you'll get all of that then, without even asking. Therefore, if you're going to ask, then you'll lose yourself. You'll have to give everything. If they give a little rice, if they give some water, and then whatever they've done, Tapasya, it'll all be lost. If you take that picture, then you'll have to, because then they take everything. So Madhavendra Puri, you never ask anything from anyone. So he'd go to some place where no one would be, he'd just be chanting Harinam there. Because Sadhu, he never sleeping, always doing Harinam, staying awake. So in the middle of the night, Gopinathi told Pujari, Pujari, wake up, said bye, open the temple. Here you see, you're always offering kheer, 12 pots of kheer, one pot I've hid. He said, and you haven't counted the pots, so one pot is missing. So then I've hid this pot under my cloth, under my anchal. He said, why? Because uh, Sanyasi is sitting in the bazaar. There is Madhavendra Puri. He's going to go to Jagannath Puri. He's come from Vrindavan. He's going to go give him this pot of kheer. Then this Pujari thought, oh, this was just a dream. And he just slept. And then again, Gopal Gopinath said, you're still sleeping, wake up. He said, what are you doing? He thought, oh, I may have some gas, maybe that's why I've got this dream. So then, then again he saw, that this kheer, pot of kheer, was behind this cloth. And so, he went to this solitary place. He said, who is this Madhavendra Puri? For whom Gopinath himself has stolen kheer. So now he's going to be called Kheerchaur Gopinath. Before he used to steal only in Braj, but he never used to steal here. But here for the first time he has stolen kheer for this devotee. He's stolen this kheer and has not even eaten. He's kept it aside from Sri Madhavendra Puri. And so he said, take this kheer and sandesh. And then he offered pranams and he left. Cleaned the temple and then closed it and he slept. Because what else does he have to do? And this way, when Madhavendra Puri got, <coughs> got this kheer, then became intoxicated by the fragrance of this kheer. And he tasted with this kheer and he thought, oh, if I stay here any longer, and all these people, they start saying that Gopinath has stolen kheer for this sannyasi. So I'll have to leave now. So then he left in the middle of the night. Didn't want this pratishta. So when Maharaj received this order from his Guruji, my Guruji is going to come, do, is going to speak Karikataya to Kirtan. Of a bhoga. Say some shingar, chandan will be offered to Gopinath. So the time they didn't find any place. Then what Maharaj do? Then he sat in front of Gopinath and he started praying. Hey Gopinath. Gopinath Mamani Vedana Suno. Shri Durjan Sadakamirata Kichunai Morgun. He's written three kirtans which signify Sambandha, Abhiteya and Prayujan. 
one kirtan for samanda, one for abhideya, one for prayajan. Mm. So when Gurudev would speak, sing these kirtans, so sweet his voice was. Everyone would be so attracted by his kirtan. And all of them would recite after him. Even the Pujari Gopinath would come and call in Gurudev, offer Chandan, and then give him this prasadi mala, prasadi cloth of Gopinath, give him this kheer, kichri. And Gurudev was just absorbed in singing Kirtan. He wasn't even moving from that. The entire crowd was also following Gurudev while he sang. So he was such a Kirtaniya. So attractive. They started doing this Vraj Kirtan. And then he started singing this Rajanamana uh, Sukari, Radhe Sham, Shama Sham. And everyone started dancing. And he did Mahamantra. This Radharani Kirtan, many Kirtans he sang. And then he prayed to Gopinath that, how can I uh, make this arrangement for Guru Maharaj to come and stay here? But then there was a jungle there, a forest. The Gaudiamats will not, the Gaudiamatis will not give him a place to stay there. Madhantapuri's Samadhi was in the forest. It was a big place where Rama had manifested this deity of Gopinath. But how could he stay in this forest? So that time, there was a Zamindar, was at a distance. He would come to have darshan with Gopinath every time. On a horse, he would come sometimes on a palanquin. Very good person. So he met Maharaj, he read Kirtan. And then Maharaj, whatever prasad he got, he distributed to everyone. So this is the dharma of a sadhu. Now that whatever he gets, he keeps in his own pocket. And he uses it for his own self. He's hiding and then he's eating himself now. Sadhu, how is he? Whatever he gets, he distributes everything. He just accepts a little and whatever else he has, he distributes to everyone. So say, Maharaj, he gave to everyone. He gave him to the landlord, this Mahaprasad, that the Kheer and this Kichri that the Pujari had offered to him. So then Maharaj, he said, the, the landlord, he asked Maharaj, where have you come from? He said, oh, I stay in Mathura. And now deep, and I've come here with my Guru Maharaj, with so many devotees. We're looking for some place, but we don't have so many, any place. Let's see what Gopinath's desire is. And this landlord is said, he said, who is your Guru Maharaj? And he said, oh, he's disciple Prabhupada Sitakur, who was staying in Devananda Gaudiyamat. So when he heard everything, he said, then nearby, we have this Gopalji's temple. My ancestors, when they went to have Darshan of Vrindavan, then they took Gopal on their head, shoulders, <coughs> and they came until here. Now Gopal said, I will not go anywhere. I don't want to go to your house. I want to stay in the garden. So since then, so many of my ancestors have appeared and gone. But Gopal has not moved anywhere. He is staying in this place. Therefore, my ancestors have left 90 acres land for him. There are many ponds there, there are many fields, trees, very beautiful there. And some rooms have also been made there. You will not have to face any difficulty. Just bring your Guru Maharaj and you can stay here. And as long as you stay here, you can 
we, you can offer boga, do kata kirtan for Gopal, and we'll preach everywhere. Nearby there's Randihat, Korent, Badrak, very well-known places. I'll call all the people from there, and they'll all come and listen to your kata, do kirtan. So then they said, does your Guru Maharaj know our Odia language? I know Bengali, I'll translate. Then Maharaj, he said, that I have my godbrother Harijan Maharaj, and I have the others from Odisha. We're very, great scholars, very intelligent, knowledgeable. So they'll translate Guru Maharaj's Kata. And Gurudev became very happy. Oh, Gopinath, he has heard my prayers. Because Mama Nivedana Suno means listen to my prayers. Vishay Durjan Sada Kamerata Kichunahi Morgun. Gopinath listens to everyone. And who is this Gopinath? Ramchandra himself had, had uh, carved this deity of Gopinath. And this conversation that he had with Sita. Then when we went with Gurudev, then we heard ourselves this conversation. Sita and Ram had. We'll this this will be described in the future. So this, uh, when Paramguruji came, then the entire train used to be reserved. Then they all of them got down from in Palish or all of them alighted the train and then they came doing Sankirtan to this place. All the way they came walking from Palishwar to this Remuna where the temple is present, they did Sankirtan they came walking all the way. So there you can see there's also the Pushwa Samadhi of Raskananda Prabhu. Ruling Kirtan, Raskananda Prabhu himself entered into Samadhi. And he had 11-12 Sevaks, Kirtaniyas. And they, uh, as soon as they saw that their Guru had left, they also left their bodies. So all their Samadhis are present there, right in front of Gopinath. You can see the Pushwa Samadhi Raskananda Prabhu and all the Samadhis of the others. Like a little distance, Raskananda Prabhu's Samadhi. As Kirtan started there. Very ecstatic Kirtan. Sim Gopinath he had. Sim Gopinath he is going to come and embrace everyone. Because why? Because he himself was so happy. This way the Pujaris, all the Sevites, all the Darshantaris, they were all uh, waiting to have Darshan. They are such effulgent sannyasis, Brahmacharis. They were so absorbed in bhav, they were singing, dancing. <coughs> and order prasad that for Gopinath, they gave and offered everything. And Barung was singing. He distributed this Mahaprasad to everyone. And then there was a pond nearby. Where Ram manifested the deity of Gopinath. Then there was a pond also where everyone had a bath. Even though you can have darshan of this pond. So then, Param Gurudev asked Gurudev, did you make any arrangement? Because Prabhupada Sasita was Gaudiya Mata was present nearby. He said, no, there's one place called Corinth. Nearby, we can go there. Where he's made all arrangements. And this landlord, this Zamindar, was a very pious man. When he found out that all these devotees had come, he he got Jagannath Mahaprasad all the way from Puri for the devotees. Because how could everything be cooked here? And also he made sure that this Rajbog that had been offered to Kopinath, this will also be offered. So there was on one side there was Jagannath Mahaprasad, 
One said, Kopinath Mahaprasad, and devotees were so happy. And they said, there was a huge place there. And so then Param Gurudev was very happy with all the arrangements, all the devotees, everyone. Such a nice garden there. Month of Kartik. It's not even hot, not even too cold there in Odisha. Everyone was having darshan there. So the time, the Zamindar, he said, this Gopal, everyone, he's always, he's always been staying alone since he came from Vrindavan. We do our seva puja and we leave. And all this land belongs to Gopal. There are so many fruits here, jackfruit, lychee, mangoes, coconuts. Everything is only for him, not for us. So many thieves came, tried, trying to steal Gopal. What did Gopal do? He himself would go and hide somewhere from these thieves. And the thieves could not steal him away. And when the thieves would leave, then the Pujari would come and say that Gopal is not there. Gopal would be hiding somewhere. And Gopal, he had so much love for the Zamindar. He said, oh, I'm waiting for you. I'm hiding in the pond. Quickly lift me up from here. These thieves came, so I was hiding in the pond. So I, I quickly went and jumped inside the pond. Now take me away from here again. Therefore, this Gopal is Sakshat Gopal himself. No one can do anything to him. This way, they were all having darshan on Gopal, Param Gurudev and all the devotees. So Samindari told Param Gurudev that since all these Sadhu Santas have come here, Gopal has given an order that now I've been alone for so many days and I don't want to stay alone anymore. I'm going to call all my devotees, all the Sadhu Santas. They're all going to worship me, serve me. They're going to celebrate many festivals for me, like Chandan Yatra Mahotsav. They're going to speak Samashari Katha and they're going to preach everywhere. And meanwhile, all of you have come. So now Gopal's desire is that you take everything away. I'm going to like I'm going to write everything. I'm going to register everything in your name. Make an ashram, and you can stay here forever for eternity. Gopal desires you, and you desire Gopal Seva. So now I'm going to make all arrangements now. So Paramgurudev said, "All right, as this is Gopal's desire, we'll also stay here. Since Gopal has brought us here, we'll also stay here, and we'll stay as long as he desires." So then Kirtan started, then Harikatha started. The time during Yatra, they brought all these pots for cooking. And then outside there was so much wood that they could collect. No shortage of water. So many ponds there. Also so many different kinds of food, grains, wheat, barley. There's a big store of all these things. Every day so much Mahaprasad be distributed. Anyone who came would never leave hungry, empty-handed. And when he wrote everything down for Param Gurudev, how did he write everything down? When Harikatha Kirtan was going on, what do the sadhus do first? During Brahma Murta, no one sleeps. If you sleep during Brahma Murta, then next life you'll become an elephant. You'll become a python. Or else you'll become a buffalo. You'll become so fat, that you cannot even move your body anywhere if you are sleeping during Brahma Murta. Therefore, you should never sleep during Brahma Murta at any cost. So therefore, Param Gurudev, every time he would go doing Sankirtan in Brahma Murta, even if he was staying in the temple, even when he was staying in Tripura, Guwati, Asam, Mathuravindan, any time, all the devotees in Param Gurudev, they would go on Nagar Sankirtan during Brahma Murta. And this way, Gopal, he was also on his palanquin, and Mahaprabhu was made from neem, so he was very light. Gopal was very heavy. He was made from brass. 
Therefore, Gopal then he said, I will not, I will not sit with Mahaprabhu. You take me on a different palanquin. So then Zamindar, he told Param Gurudev, you'll have to carry Gopal on your head. He will not come on the palanquin. So then his entire family came, all the villages came. Then they carried Gopal on their heads. And during this Brahmamurta, they started doing Nagar Sankirtan. And how were the people there? Although these people were very poor, still their hearts were so magnanimous. When Kirtan was going on during Brahmamurta, they would bring dal, rice. And, and they're saying these sadhus, they would give so much. That I've seen with my own eyes when I went with our Guru Varga. This Odisha is a very pious place. They're not so rich, these people, but their hearts are so big. Someone would bring milk. And how will they take this milk? That time we had no vehicles also. So how could we take this milk? So this way, they give so much milk to us. So then the devotees, they said, Okay, we are all staying in this place, Gopal's place. All of you, you can give everything there. We'll cook, we'll offer boga, we'll distribute Mahaprasad. In the evening, there'll be Harikatha. So Randiyar Hat. Randiyar Hat. Hat means marketplace. In Odisha, this was the biggest marketplace. Now the biggest marketplace is Nayapalli, Bhuneshwar, where Iskan is presently situated. So before in Randi Hart, there was this marketplace. And this way the market would open in the evening. There were all the businessmen there. When they heard that all the sadhus have come to Gopal's temple, then they sent truckloads of sabji. Here, take all these truckloads of sabji. They sent so much. And Paramgurda said, where did all this sabji come from? said, Maharaj, how have you preached in such a way? Just see how many people are coming, so many things to offer. We came to do a Tirti Yatra, we came on a pilgrimage, but now you see, such a beautiful festival is being organized for Gopal. And Gopal is also not letting us leave, he is keeping us here with him. So nearby is also Jajpur, where this Vaitarani river flows. You'll have to cross the Vaitarani river and then you'll have to go to Jagannathpur. So there also in this Jajpur, you can find imprints of Mahaprabhu's lotus feet. And there, there's also Virja Devi, Jajpur Devi, the goddess of this place. Without the mercy of Virja Devi, without Virja means this river which is situated beyond the three modes of material nature. Means without being free of these three modes of material nature, without the mercy of Virja Devi, you cannot have Darshan of Jagannath and Puri. And this Virja river is very huge, very difficult to cross this river. During the time of the British rule, the time there was no bridge. Then finally, they made a bridge. Before they had to cross the river on boats, there used to be huge boats, steamers. And the flow of the river was very swift and very broad, this river was. So, so the Zamindar, he said, we'll organize big boats now and we'll take all of you across. That time, Jawar Bata means there are high tides and low tides. And when there's a, you see, when there's a high tide, then the water retreats. And when there's a low tide, the water comes forward. And when there's a proper time, we'll take you across. Because we have to be careful of these high tides and low tides. But Gopal didn't want the devotees to leave. Paramgurudev is saying, this is our Kartik Yatra. We'll have to visit so many more places. So Gopal, he kept all the devotees with them for 15 days. Then the Zamindar said, oh, please give some sevak here for Gopal. Also. Now Paramgurudev is saying, who will I leave behind? And then, and within 15 days, he went to the court and registered everything in Paramgurudev's name in Gauriyadan Samiti's name. All the 90 acres of land, the garden, pond, wells, everything. Then he said, as long as I'm alive, I'll arrange everything for you. My family will arrange everything for you. So Paramgurudev is saying, who will I leave behind? 
this is very difficult for guru just like a, just like a son is very dear to a father and disciple is very dear to shri guru then guru singh who can i leave the old ones or the new ones who won so parangurdev he called gurudev we came here for darshan and now see they have given this temple now who can we leave behind who will do seva so then the sarijan maharaj parangurdev he called him and he said maharaj you look after this place for some days then i'll send someone else here after parikrama and harijan maharaj he bhagwan in bhagwan's creation he was the most short tempered person in all of bhagwan's creation he would try blowing on the conch and if the conch would not sound after 3 4 times he would take that conch and throw it on the ground if the conch would not sound he would go into the kitchen he would go into the kitchen and if he could not light this fire then he would take a big stick and he would break the entire he would break all the pots he would tear all the clothes and he'd go inside the room lock the door from inside and he'd go sleep he wouldn't wake up for 2 3 days then he wouldn't come out of his room for 3 4 days then he wouldn't eat or sleep anything and then uh, if any seva would go there if the seva could not come to honor mahaprasad during the night then harijan maharaj would say you eat something then how will you do seva tomorrow he would fold his hands and he would say and still the seva would not come during the night then what would he do he wouldn't say anything to the seva he just go inside his room and break everything that's all and then he'd pluck all his hair out he'd pluck all his hair out tear all his clothes and again he'd go inside the room and he'd lock himself stay there for 3 4 days therefore i went there two three times with gurudev i saw that although he was short tempered still his seva was very beautiful his harikatha was so beautiful but he could not control himself but but he would never beat anyone but he would not shout at anyone but but he'd like breaking pots he'd like throwing kartals on the ground if the mridanga would not make a proper sound then he throw the mridanga on the ground break it into many pieces then he saying at least now you are making a sound now it's a in, in this way everyone would be weeping shaking trembling fear so in this way and the sevaks he do bhajan sometimes you try chanting on his beads and sometimes you see the beads they get entangled so then he 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 pull on the beads and all the beads would fall on the ground then when they get entangled so then he not have any beads to chant on and he would never and then he would not even touch the mala again sometimes the tilak would become a little twisted then he say why have you become twisted then he take on the he, when he see the tilak on the mirror if the tilak was a little twisted then he throw the mirror on the ground then in this way this is a very strange maharaj he was so in this way he, he, everyone would tell him maharaj please calm down but he would never calm down but he would never listen to others then what would he do again he would go for 3 4 days he fast he would not come out of his room and again he started to save after 3 4 days so then parangurdev told harijan maharaj they don't fight with gopal gopal is baby he is he is a brajgopal small baby he is he's been staying here since alone since so many days so don't make him scared don't fight with him and this way parangurdev also gave one or two sevaks so any of us stay here with him and he didn't give any old sevaks so can't do anything he gave them young sevaks who can help him and you see guru's desire should not be deliberated upon so this way this seva puja continued according to parangurdev's desire and this way according to the zamindar's desire 
they all cross the Vaitarni River and they had Darshan of Mahaprabhu's lotus feet in Jajpur. They had Darshan of Virja Devi there, the presiding goddess of this river. Even now this place is very famous in all of India. Anyone who goes there, if anyone wants to cross the three modes of material nature, Satarajatama, then they'll have to bathe in the Virja River and take shelter of Mahaprabhu's lotus feet. Very beautiful place. So when Maharaj went there and started doing Arkitan, Nagar Sankirtan, and when they heard, and when the people there heard that the Zamindar is given this entire place to them. Why? Because in the village, news spreads like wildfire. If anything happens, immediately everyone gets to know. Then they saw Gurudev, Param Gurudev was so beautiful, so effulgent sannyasis. Because Gurudev also knew Bengali. If, you see, if anyone from outside speaks Bengali, then people like it very much. So Maharaj's Bengali was also very nice. And Maharaj would speak Harikata the whole time to Kirtan. In Jajpur. Then the Paramgurudev, he said, this Maharaj from Vrindavan, first he'll speak Harikata. And then the others will speak. So Maharaj, he said, no, my Guru Maharaj is from Vrindavan. He is Vrajavasi. Guru Maharaj will speak Harikata first. Then Param Gurudev, he spoke on the specialties of Mahaprabhu, on the Vaitarni River, the specialties of Vaitarni River. Then these people said, now you have taken now you have taken the service of Gopal, now please take the service of Mahaprabhu also. Because although there is a nice temple of Mahaprabhu here, no one looks after it. So please take responsibility for this temple of Mahaprabhu as well. And Param Gurudev said, I only came to do Parikrama here, now I have become entangled here now. And he said, Mahaprabhu is taking sannyas, he's staying here, now he's not letting me leave also. First Kopal did not leave, now Mahaprabhu is not letting me leave. So, so Paramgurudev said, don't worry, I'll do Harikata Kirtan and help you in all ways, but I cannot stay here because we are sannyasis, we cannot stay in a place all the time. We have to preach everywhere, go everywhere, we cannot sit in one place. So anyhow, you look after this place, you have my blessings. So they stayed there for three nights and then they went a little further ahead. Then there's Bhuvaneshwar. On one side, there's the road which goes to Bhuvaneshwar, and another place leads to this Neel Madhav temple in Kuntila. There, there's this Malai Chandan one, means this forest of sandalwood trees. And there's all the Saptaganga there. Because wherever there's Neel Madhav, Neel Madhav is situated on a, on a hill. And if you go there, if you look at Neel Madhav's deity, you'll see that his lower cloth is always wet. And you see there's always some water coming down from his lotus feet. Therefore, the lower cloth that he wears is always wet. And even when they take this water away from his lotus feet, still this, it becomes full of water again. And this water that flows down from his lotus feet, it flows in seven tributaries as the Saptaganga. Here we see that... Uh, Vidyapati, he came and had darshan here, and Vishwavasu, the father of Lalita, they came and had darshan here. Therefore, this temple of Nirmadu is called Adi Jagannath. It means Jagannath, he first manifested his first form here, as Nirmadu here in this place. So there, Maharaj, Paramurde, they all came there and they saw Saptaganga, the seven tributaries of the Ganga flowing from Nirmadu's lotus feet. And this way, they'd go on the, they'd go on the hill. And this way, they'd, they'd cross one tributary, then there'd be an island, then they'd cross another tributary, and there'll be another island. And this way, they'd cross all these different islands, separated by each of the tributaries. And then they'd have uh, Darshan there, of Neel Madhav, atop the hill. There they saw this village there, 
there were some sevaks staying in this village there uh, there was they had some facilities for the pilgrims to stay it's very far this temple of neel madhav that time there were no buses vehicles so you had to go walking all the way there were no horses nothing so this way they went walking all the way to neel madhav they left in the morning and reached at 7 or 8 in the night in the panda pujaris of that place especially the uh, brahmins they looked after all the pilgrims very nicely received them made all arrangements and then for mahaprasad they they said oh maharaj if you want to make for yourself you can cook or else we can also make mahaprasad for you tomorrow there will be darshan first you go bathe in the ganga you stay one night here because if you visit any pilgrimage place there's a rule you should fast that night you should shave your head and then you should bathe and then you should go for darshan and this way what did they say so when maharaj came there then the brahmacharis they made everything they cooked very nicely made chula means a stove wooden stove and this way then they saw that oh they haven't even bathed they haven't even shaved they haven't even fasted but still they're eating now because they're all smart the brahmins they believe in these rituals so parangu said i'll answer tomorrow then they said without answering you cannot have darshan of neel madhav because you have to climb the hill then we'll not open and first you'll have to tell us that first you come to a tirtha you have to fast you have to shave your heads you have to bathe but no you just as soon as you came you start cooking and you start eating what sort of rule is this they asked parangu they said all right we'll tell tomorrow so in this way so tomorrow so then this bhoga was offered to mahaprabhu this mahaprabhu that who was traveling with them made of this name and this way the people honored mahaprasad and then hari katha was spoken so then maharaj he first said that listen that those who eat this amitya bhojan were impure who eat impure food for them there is this atonement parashchitta but for those who who engage in bhagwan seva continuously eternally and are always uh, always would, would never honor anything except bhagwan's chanamrit and mahaprasad for them there's no need of such atonement this atonement is only for these kokarmis this materialist ignorance bogies for all of them but the bhaktas are always engaged in bhagwan seva so why should they engage in all such things there is someone that shri bhagwan you see neel madhav is adi jagannath means the root of all forms of jagannath so you ask neel madhav himself if he is okay with our verdict because he is also not happy without giving darshan to us we have come from so far so, so therefore neel madhav himself is calling us for his darshan now we'll go to the temple Now, now he himself, you see, he'll open the temple and he'll give us darshan. You see, they went kirtan. You see, Maharaj is Bukhari Gita and then while doing kirtan, they went to the temple. It's only 10 in the morning. They'll lock the temple. But as soon as Maharaj said, then as soon as Maharaj spoke, let him, they were doing kirtan, they were doing parikrama. <laughs> and they saw that the lock itself broke and the temple opened on its own. the doors of the temple opened on its own then maharaj ji said just see all of you ba- bhagwan has so much love for his devotees he himself has broken the lock 
Then the Smarta Brahmins thought, we ourselves had locked this gate. How did this gate open on its own? Then they realized, oh, these sadhus, whatever they have spoken, every word is true. They are eternal sevaks of Bhagavan. Therefore, Bhagavan himself has broken this gate and opened the gates and given them darshan. So to this day, if you go to have darshan Neil Madhav, they still have so much respect for the sadhus. You see, even now it is written on an inscription, even now there are many inscriptions where you can see that this sadhu came, that sadhu came, these many devotees came, that many devotees came. You can find this on scrolls, on inscriptions. And even now if you go, they'll open this inscription, which even to this day you can see Param Gurudev's sign there, Gurudev's sign there. And even this incident that happened during the time when the gate itself broke, even this incident has been described in their inscriptions, in their records. There's a big gate locked, but still the lock opened on its own. Just see, Bhagawan is always ready to fulfill the desires of his devotees. And you see, they said, without darshan, you see, you told us to atone, to bathe, but just see, Bhagawan himself has given us darshan. Because whatever we offer is only for him, for his pleasure, not for us. Because the Guru Argad, they have so much love for Prabhu. Prabhu himself has called them here. You see, if Prabhu did not call us here, would all of us be here in Vrindavan, in his house? This is his house, the support of Vrindavan. You see, if Krishna would not give us even one grain of rice, then could we eat on our own? If he didn't give us one drop of water, could we drink water on our own? Don't think this is so easy. Don't think that this is in everyone's destiny to come and stay in Vrindavan in the association of devotees. Therefore, Krishna, he can even call the entire world to his abode. But if it's not his desire, then no one can come here. Therefore, I always say, therefore, I always say when, when nice sweets are cooked, when so much boga is made, I tell, oh, I'll call Brahma here, I'll call Shiva here, so I'll call Madhvacharya here, so I'll call Ramanujacharya here, I call Vishnu Swami Nimbaditya, I call everyone here, Tawana Mahaprasad. So then what happens? Automatically, I pray from my core of my heart that all of you should come here, Brahma, Shiva, Narada, all the four Vaishnavacharyas. Because you don't know who's coming to honor Mahaprasad here. Everyone will come. So in Gurudev, we made so much Mahaprasad, all the devotees, that all those who opposed the devotees, even who had, who had locked the gate from inside, then they brought so many gifts, clothing, so much Prasad for a Guru Varga. You know, here, you see, Guru Varga, they themselves would carry so many things with them. They would also give to all the Brahmins there. So this way there was exchange of gifts. In this way, the Guru Varga, they gave so much pranami to all the Brahmins. And the Brahmins are thinking, just see, they're like kings. They have so many things to offer to us. They're giving us so many gifts. So they're very happy with our Guru Varga. And then they had darshan of Arati. Arati had darshan of Nil Madhav's Arati. Then they came to an open ground situated at the base of the temple. Then they all sat down there to offer Mahaprasad. And then the next day, they said, now let's go for Mangal Arati. Now the Brahmin said, now you don't cook. Now we'll cook for you. We'll offer Boga and we'll make Mahaprasad and give to you. So you see, by the influence of the sadhus, you see, the influence of the sadhus is indescribable. Sometimes we went to this temple with Maharaj. Now I'm saying that one of Maharaj's one of Maharaj's devotees, he made a temple in Jagannathpuri. He bought one truckload of silken clothes. I took 60-70 devotees from Mathura for the inauguration of this temple. And this person, he said, then Puri, there's no devotee here. Then I said, you see, this world, this pilgrimage places can never exist without sadhus. Don't speak this way. You see, a pilgrimage place is uh, pure why? 
why how does the sanctity of a pilgrimage place be kept intact it's only kept intact by the presence of a sadhu so i'll take you to sadhu come here so then i took him to meet a sadhu in the night and then after maharaj spoke harikatha for two hours he was speaking continuously and these people also when we were listening he said he's speaking such beautiful harikatha then he gave 5000 rupees pranami to maharaj maharaj said you're trying to buy me with this money you think i'm your buffalo or your cow that you can just buy me with all your money you think i'm your servant you give me a salary for this money take it back he said took it and threw it back on his face so then this way he said he said you have doubt in your heart that there no sadhus here everything since then that person he changed so much and because you see only a sadhu can identify a sadhu how can a sadhu be known to those who are not sadhus so in uh, so who was the sadhu this was bhakti jeevan janardan maharaj so this way the well staying there in this nilmadav temple such beautiful katha was spoken such ecstatic kirtan was done and then in say in odisha so many temples are opened by param gurudev now we'll listen tomorrow um,